You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. What is up, everybody out there in radio podcast land? This is Pastor Keith Alderman from East Coast Christian Center, wishing you a happy, wonderful, blessed day in Jesus' name. So, this is Morning Breath, and we're going to have a whole lot of fun uh, wherever you're listening, if it's on podcast, if it's in your car, if it's on the radio, I don't know. Frankly, I don't care. I'm just excited that you're actually listening and that you're getting the Word of God into you. Morning Breath is all about starting our day with the Word of God, getting into it. And so one of the pastors here at East Coast talks about it. We have a host come on with us. Today, I have the illustrious Whitney Branham here with us. Say hello. hello. There she is. <laughs> also, her amazing, incredible husband over there on the uh, soundboard, Mr. Yo. Lane Branham. Hey, what's up, hey, guys? I love you guys so much. Incredibly proud of you. And the people that you are growing into becoming Thanks, more like Jesus all the time. It's awesome to do life with you, and I'm excited to do Morning Breath with you. Morning Breath is all about getting into the Word, discovering what God is breathing on it into our lives today. Um, we don't come in with a plan or a script or anything like that. We kind of just walk in and say, hey, what are we getting out of this Word right now? And uh, and it's exciting. You know, it's a little bit like shoot from the hip, but that's how the Holy Spirit operates many times. And so it's fun to see how that goes. Morning Breath's been around for, I don't know, over two decades. And it's an awesome thing to be able to bless the community with that. So thanks for joining in. Whitney's actually going to tell you about how you can get connected with us and growing and getting into the Word. Go ahead, Absolutely. Wits. Yeah. So if you want to follow along with us on Morning Breath, you can download our East Coast app or visit eccc.us uh, for info, events, our Morning Breath schedule, past sermons, episodes, basically everything you need that's on the app and on the website. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you have any questions, you can call 321-452-1060. And we can email you or mail you uh, with more information. Basically, we're just, we're here to get you information however you need it. That's right. We're all about taking next steps and and getting connected and growing together at, at East Coast. We've actually got some really cool things that are happening. It's August 4th today, which means that tomorrow we have our Global Leadership Summit beginning, as well as ECCU. That's our university here at East Coast Christian Center is going to be starting its fall semester all on August 5th. We really encourage you to to really do both of those things. Global Leadership Summit is an awesome two-day event where you can hear and gain information, leadership skills to just help you. It doesn't matter if you're in ministry, if you're uh, you just want to grow as a leader, you're a CEO, you're a boss somewhere, whatever that looks like. We just want to be able to give resources uh, to leadership. And ECCU is all about digging deeper into the Word, discovering more about how it was written, why it was written, where it was written, and really uncovering the mysteries of God throughout the Bible. It's a powerful thing. You can get a theology degree uh, through ECCU. So I encourage you to do that. We also have yeah. SEU this year, which is amazing. We've partnered with Southeastern University. And so you can actually take Southeastern classes here at East Coast Christian Center beginning this fall. So all of that stuff you can find out more through our website, eccc.us. Enough about all that, though. It's important stuff, but you came here to hear the Word, and that's what we're going to get into. And so today, we are reading from 2 Thessalonians (laughs) 3. I almost said it funny because I was saying it earlier. 
to Whitney and Lane in a funny voice. But we are reading Second Thessalonians, not Second Thessalonians, uh, three. And uh, yes, I'm the youth pastor here at East Coast Christian Church. Speaking of youth, Whitney, don't you do some youth stuff? Uh, you know, I have before. No. <laughs> What's that look like? Tell me, what is youth at, teen, at, at East Coast like? <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, Pastor Keith leads our TNT Youth Church, and I am fortunate and blessed enough to be leading uh, that out at Vieira. So uh, on TNT, we meet here at Merritt Island on Tuesday nights, and we also meet at Vieira High School on Sunday nights. And it's awesome. Yes. If you've got a young person, 7th grade through 12th grade, we would love to do life with them and just put the Word of God into them and show them how they can have fun their whole life with Jesus. All right, so uh, we're going to get in here now to 2 Thessalonians 3. I'm reading from New Living Translation, the best translation known to man. Ha, I said it. Uh, Whitney, what do you... Me too. Nice, because we're better than everyone. Just kidding. It's okay if you read from other translations. You just haven't discovered the best one. So we're going to start here. Um, It looks like we've got 18 verses, so let's just break after nine. Does that work for you? Sure. I'll take the first nine if you want to take the latter nine. All right. Will you get me started, Miss Whitney Branham? Yes. Pastor Keith, I say to you, read, sir. Chapter 3, verse 1. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we ask you to pray for us. Pray that the Lord's message will spread rapidly and be honored wherever it goes, just as when it came to you. Pray, too, that we will be rescued from wicked and evil people, for not everyone is a believer. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And we are confident in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we commanded you. May the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we give you this command in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay away from all believers who live idle lives and don't follow the tradition they receive from us. For you know that you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We worked hard day and night so that we could not be a burden to any of you. We certainly had the right to ask you to feed us, but we wanted to give you an example to follow. Even while we were with you, we gave you this command. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. We command such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work to earn their own living. As for the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, never get tired of doing good. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in this letter. Stay away from them so they will be ashamed. Don't think of them as enemies, but warn them as you would a brother or sister. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you this peace at all times and in every situation. The Lord be with you all. Here is my greeting in my own handwriting. Paul, I do this in all my letters to prove they are from me. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. God is good. Yes. So there's some cool stuff happening here. Paul is writing his second letter that we have to the Church of Thessalonians. Uh, this is Thessalonici in Greece. He's talking to them, and really just here at the end, I love that he's he's basically wrapping it up with just pray. Pray for us and yep. stay busy. You know, I, I wrote down about, there's a lot about idleness. There's a lot about like, you know, some of you are being idle, and now you're actually getting into other people's business, being busybodies is how New King James says it, and mm-hmm. uh, you're actually causing more problems than other people who are actively trying to pursue God and do something because you're just 
lazy. You mm. know, you're being bored and you don't know what to do, but just point out all the problems and stuff. And like, this is like hitting home, man. Like I call these people goats. Um, <laughs> like there are sheep that you're like, yeah, I'm going to lead the sheep. There are wolves who are like out to, out to do some bad stuff. And you're like, no, we're going to protect the sheep from wolves. And then there are goats who just like, I'm going to bite you. I'm going to get in the way and be irritating. And it's like, what are you doing? You know? And uh, not to like point fingers at anybody, but I am. I, I, <laughs> I, I think of it like this, like everybody comes to Christ as a baby. Like you are born into Christ again, and now you're a baby. What do babies do? Well, babies whine, they lay around, and they wait to be fed, and they poop their pants. I have three kids. That's what happens. That's what babies do. That's essentially all they do, except they make everybody smile every once in a while. (laughs) They're really, really cute because, you know, it's like, oh, wow, they're like learning everything, and that's precious. That's exactly what baby Christians are like. Mm -hmm. They whine because they don't understand how hard life is supposed to be. They wait for everybody to feed them. And they poop their pants sometimes, like they mess up and they're really sweet to everybody else. Like I need babies in my life as a Christian because seeing the wonder of a baby discover something new about what God has done, I need in my life. I don't, I get used to the wonder that it doesn't become wonder anymore. So Mm -hmm. I need babies in my life that are like, look how authentic that person's joy for Jesus is and discovering that about healing or that of, they saw their first miracle or wow, they, they led someone to Christ and what a precious moment that was. And I need those moments in me. So I'm not throwing shade at babies, but I do recognize that babies need to grow up. They right. need to grow up into adults one day. And what do adults do? Well, adults learn how to feed themselves. Adults go to work and actually make money to prepare a meal for themselves. And so a lot of times this idleness is like you get people who've been babies too long and now they think they're adults. They think they're adults in the faith, but they're still coming to church and they're like, you're just not feeding me. This is not, I'm like, I'm not meant to feed you if you're growing up in your faith. You're supposed to feed yourself. That's why you have this Bible. Of course, I'm speaking to the choir because you guys are on morning breath because you want the word. You're in the word. You're discovering it. And I I know that and you know that, but keep on doing that. It's not someone else's responsibility to grow you up. That's going to take you learning how to walk and you learning how to feed yourself and you learning how to actually work to feed yourself. Yep. And sometimes we can become adults and then we get a little bit like, oh, this is hard. And we regress back to being babies again. And we got to get a little bit of a kick in our pants of like, what are you doing? Why are you got idle hands now Mm. pointing out the problems all around you of like, ah, the worship is too loud or the preacher doesn't, you know, he just doesn't feed me anymore. Or I don't like the way they say that. I don't like the way they dress. I don't like the way whatever. And now you're just being a baby whining again. Like, let's grow up. Let's pick ourselves up and let's start feeding ourselves again. Let's start learning how to help rather than just complain or have idle hands. Right. And then beyond that, really, you're not meant to be an adult either. You're meant to be a parent. Paul said Mm -hmm. in one of his letters that there are many leaders, but there are few fathers in the faith, faith, meaning there's not many people who are actually deciding, I'm actually going to lead and father the babies. Yep. I'm going to go make babies. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> find them and grow them up because that's my job now as a parent. What yep. do parents do? I'm a parent and I eat 10% of the food that comes into my house. I pay for 100% of the food coming into my house, but I eat 10% of it. That means that I get into the word as a parent Christian 
not for me, but for other people. I am eating a hundred. I'm preparing myself a hundred percent full, knowing that only ten percent may be for me and ninety percent may be for others. That is called living an active lifestyle, living a hungry lifestyle of I'm going to change the world around me. And let me tell you, as a parent, there are plenty of people who want to point the finger and say you're not parenting right. I'm like, I don't care. I'm doing my best. I'm <laughs> yep. active. I'm loving my kids, yeah. and I'm going for it. Stop being idle and start parenting your own kids. I'm going to get off my soapbox now and let <laughs> Whitney talk a little bit. Here you go, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, I uh, I love all of that. I was noticing a lot of the same things. I love that you made the distinction between, like, the wolves and the goats because that's the thing, too. When you think about these babies, like, um, and people being idle in this chapter, they're really not doing it out of evil intent or bad intent. And a lot of these people that right. point out all these things, this is wrong, this is wrong, we can do this better it's out of good intentions of like i want the church to grow i want to grow myself and all of those things but we have to remind them um, and help them grow up themselves and that is the difference between like parenting and being a dictator and so like pastor (laughs) keith said like all of you listening to this podcast right now like you are not a baby like listening to this podcast shows that you are on the next level like that is not you but there might be some babies out there listening (laughs) to this But um, I I would say, like, we have to help these babies grow up. But that doesn't happen by us, like, screaming at them that they're babies. Like, you yeah. just, mm-hmm. like, take those you good intentions. Them. Yeah, you take those good intentions. Like, okay, I see that you noticed that. Like, what are we going to do about it now or whatever? Mm-hmm. And just helping them grow up. So, yeah, I, I loved all of that that you said. Uh, that's good stuff. You know, it, it's, it's really about just having our perspective shift. You know, yes. I, every day there's going to be problems. Every day there's going to be issues. And we're people, so we're not perfect. It doesn't right. matter what church you're yep. going to. You're going to find problems in it because it's full of people. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you expect? I'm a mess. We're all messes. That's okay because yep. God loves us and he's helping us. As long yep. as we're striving towards God, I want to be perfected by you. Yes. Then I'm willing to acknowledge I got messy things in me. Help me, Jesus. I want to fix them mm-hmm. and I can take steps forward. But I could easily just sit around and point out all the problems. Instead, what I need to do is point out all the good things. Like, I need yes. to be looking for, wow, that's good, that's good, that's Mm -hmm. good. I mean, my house is incredible. My family's incredible. But you know what? It's really easy when I am bored and tired and need and hungry or hangry, however you want to say it, and uh, and look at, wow, that's wrong. Wow, that's dirty. Oh, I got to fix that. Oh, that too. And oh, look, my kid's whining again. Like I, I could point at all those things or I could go, wow, look how incredible my wife is. Look how faithful she is. Look mm-hmm. how amazing my children are. My son was raised from the dead. Yeah, like I, I've seen miracles and miracles in all of my kids. My kids love Jesus and they love people. Like yeah, they mess up, but holy cow, is there so much more good than there is negative things? So instead of fostering or, or really just highlighting the negative stuff, let's foster the good things and just bring them into the light again and again and let them flourish. You know, I love, I'm just going way off base now, but who cares? <laughs> My dad said, wrote me a letter when I was six years old and I still have it today. And it said, um, Keith, I, I'm so proud of you. You're always so quick to forgive and so quick to apologize. And I'm like, as a 33-year-old man, I'm like, there ain't no way I was that as a (laughs) six-year-old. But my dad saw something in me. And for my whole life, I've been, I got to be quick to forgive. I got to be quick to apologize. Wow. And 
because my dad pulled something out of me in that one letter. You know, like we can do that. And you could do that at home. You can do that with your kids. I encourage you to do that with your kids. I encourage you to do it with your spouse. But you can do that with your church. You can do that with the people around you in the body of Christ. Find your brother, your sister in Christ. Sneak them letters of how they're excelling in something. It's so good to be able to pull that stuff out of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like a good segue into the next thing I was going to say. I love how, like you said, basically this chapter is just Paul wrapping it up. This is the end of his second letter. Um, and he, the this last chapter starts with, he's like, just pray for us, pray for us. I yeah. like little bit of a personal story, but honestly, like every time, this is my third time on Morning Breath, and every time I'm on it, it's just like a almost surreal moment for me because as a kid, like this was literally something on my bucket list like that is this is my life or whatever and so um the in the last times that I the last two times I did morning breath I was an apprentice and so just sitting here just being in this room just getting this opportunity like I can't help but think of my story like coming to east coast coming to Christ and like just how I've grown and everything that I've gotten the opportunity to do and now somehow I'm sitting here um but the one thing that like I just being where I'm at now and looking back like not that I have a lot of regrets but one thing that I can say is I just always wish I would have prayed more and like prayed more for my pastors like the further um, up if you want to call it up that I go like the more I just see like prayer really is powerful um, and yeah, I mean, prayer is powerful and we really just need to be praying for our church leaders and all that they're doing because they need it so much more than we understand. And so um, I I love that Paul's finishing out this letter like this, like pray for us, pray the Lord's message will spread rapidly and be honored wherever it goes. Like he, I am just feeling now more and more um, how much he meant this and how much weight it holds. Like he's literally begging them, like, please pray for us. So I just, I love that. That's good. That's what I wrote down too. The top thing I wrote was pray, pray for leaders. Um, prayer is so powerful. Prayer changes history. Prayer yeah. um, heals the sick. Yes. It brings the dead to life. Prayer prayer is powerful. It is the most powerful thing on this planet that you can do. Some would say, well, worship is. Well, worship is actually a form of prayer. Prayer is talking and communicating with God. Prayer is both glorifying God as well as uh, asking for God to be our advocate, you know, help us, Lord, as well as thanking Him. It's thanking Him mm. for what He's already done in our lives. And prayer, if you, yeah, I can say right now, none of us do pray enough, just like Whitney right. said, um, we do need to pray more. I wish yep. that I would pray without ceasing, as the Word says, you know, just keep on praying and praying. But I do echo what you said, Whitney, and pray for others. Pray for others specifically, like pray for your pastor and pray for your parents. Mm -hmm. Pray for, like, it doesn't matter if you're 50, pray for your parents. Um, The more I grow up and I am a parent, I'm a parent of a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, and I think, or sorry, an eight-year-old. And a six-year-old, wow, I got to get my kids' names <laughs> right. Woo, see, pray for me. But um, the point is, like, I recognize that at nine, I, I remember a lot of life at nine. I remember a lot of life at six and seven and eight. And so I just remember thinking my parents were, like, perfect and had it all together and knew what they were doing. And now as a father of a nine, of a almost nine-year-old, uh, she is next month. That's why I keep screwing it up. Of an eight-year-old and a six-year-old and four-year-old, I'm like, wow, I don't know anything. Like, now I recognize that... 
gosh, I really need prayer um, to help these kids and to lead them and to love them well. Yeah. To pastor my own kids, to father them. And um, that's, you know, like pray for your parents. And that doesn't go away. You know, I'll be 40 one day. I'll be 50 one day. I'll be 60 one day. And I need to still continue to pray for my own parents to pray for my pastors, anyone who is leading me, and pray for those who are following me too. Pray for yep. those who are beside me. Just yep. pray in general. Sometimes we get that stirring in our heart of like, mm, yeah, I bet they're going through that. And then we just like move on. It's like that's mm. the Holy Spirit unctioning you of like stop yep. and pray. Yes. Pray right now. And uh, I'm blessed whenever people tell me they're praying for me. Um, that radically blesses me because – Honestly, part of it, I'm like, wow, like, thanks, God. Like, you saw that I was in need, and you spoke to someone for them to pray for me. And it, also, I'm like, man, I, I can't imagine this actually being worse without their prayer. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really glad that that prayer was there yes. to get me through this because I don't know how I would otherwise. You know, sometimes that's how it feels. Mm. Um, and in, in leadership and in as a pastor, your pastors need prayer. Yes. Um, like pray for Pastor Matt and Jessica here. This is not easy yep. to lead all of these people, um, to lead multiple other pastors and campuses and every element to it, and then to at some point go, and I'm a dad and a mom, and I have my own family and my own desires and wants and needs, you know, on top of, you know, all of the other stuff. And uh, so just prayer is powerful. It moves mountains. It does. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um I, uh, I've seen prayer raise the dead again, like I said, and I've seen prayer change my life considerably. I think there's so much power in when you need something, like this comes to mind, we do a lot of team building at East Coast, and uh, I've been over different departments, and I think about production specifically of like, I need a sound guy, or I need a computer person. And at some point, I don't know, years and years ago, someone was like, you just need to get on your hands and knees and pray about this. And so I just started praying, God, bring bring that sound person. And he's faithful to do it every time. Most of the time I'm like, oh, that's who it is. I did not see that coming. But he is faithful to always have that person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and exactly like you're saying, that's kind of verse three. Um, it says, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Like it, it just before this, he was asking, you know, for prayer. Um, but now he's just declaring his faith that God will, uh, see him through. And that is true for all of us. But I mean, yeah, I just, I can't echo it or say it enough. Like I, I need to be better about praying for people. We all need to be better about praying for people. It's good to have faith, um, but we all need each other, of course. Like, we're huge into community at East Coast, but, like, who better to have on your team than Jesus? And he is on your team, but, like, we just need to pray, 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 pray. You cannot pray enough. Yeah, I like one more thing that it said in here. Um, We worked hard day and night, so we'd not be a burden to any of you. I love that perspective, just to throw this in at the end, that Paul is talking about his team, and it's like, we work hard, and that kind of wraps all this around. We're going to pray hard. We're going to work hard. We're going to live hard. Like, we will live for Jesus and not grow idle and not grow lazy, but instead pushing forward to meet all of what he's called us to be and uh, really just championing the, the call of God and bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth in Jesus' name. We're going to take a break and listen to some of our sponsors. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. 
We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Thanks, Nick. We are here with our final thoughts. Kind of sounds morbid. Well, anyway, so... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Paul, Paul says at the end of his letter, <laughs> he says, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at yes. all times and in every situation. The Lord be here with you. Here's my greeting in my own handwriting, Paul. 
Um, I do this with all my letters to prove they're from me. I just love this. Two things here. Paul was so about peace. Paul understood, like, I got to begin and end every single letter with peace because he knew that this is hard. Yeah. Um, and it's not supposed to be easy. Let's get over that, okay? Yeah. We get a little bit catered to and get a little bit, like, fast food life and microwave life and, like, come on, where's my mattress life? And uh, really, in in reality, life was never supposed to be easy. There's nowhere in the rest of the world where it's like, yeah, life is easy, or anywhere in the word that it's like, yeah, life is easy. It says life will be fruitful. It will be enjoyable. Yes. Life will be uh Fulfilling life will he'll meet all of your needs, but it doesn't say anywhere that it's going to be easy. Life's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be meaningful. Yeah. So let's stop craving the easy life. But at the same time, Paul yeah. says, hey, have peace. You yep. need peace. And I agree with that. Have peace. It's going to be hard, but have peace in it. Like you can walk around with, wow, look what God's done in my life. Look what how he's already blessed me. I can make it through this next hard stint of life, whatever it's a conversation or it's uh, a mammoth task or it's an event or some part of life. I can make it through it because God gives me peace. And I love that he says here in my own handwriting, Paul was a man of relationship. Paul was a man of saying, I am friends with you and I'm in the fight with you. So go find somebody if you don't have them that's in the fight with you, that's willing to bring you peace and love you and pray for you no matter what. Find that person because that's how the church is supposed to be built together. Amen. You guys have an awesome day. See ya. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.